Okay, welcome to episode 11 of Aaron Calling. That's two ones. That's almost like two again. <laughs> it's a double one. That's a back-to-back one. Son of a mother. Double ones. <laughs> Where are we going to avoid the obvious uh, um, turn it up to 11 joke? <laughs> yes, this one is amplified fully. <laughs> We have plugged in, and we have turned it all of the way up. So we are both licking our wounds from Friday's Record Store Day shopping. I mean, goodness gracious, it's ridiculous. And um, I think we're just going to devote the whole episode to what we bought, because it's it's enough. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we did good, I guess, if you call it There's some podcasts I listen to where they're like, wow, that was so informative we broke it into two episodes this may just be so many records that we're like should we just break that into two episodes but i think we can cram it into one yeah we got it we got the cram (laughs) we got the power differently though yeah we got cram power um (laughs) we'll go back and forth kind of between what we got and we'll start with um We'll start with kind of with the specific record store day purchases that we got because I bailed on sure. some and I picked some up, and um, and then we'll kind of go through any other used stuff that we got because I just got way too much stuff. But um, uh, do you want to go first? Yeah, man, I'll do Wait, it. Wait, what? Um, did you just go to your main your main store? Or did you bop around town any? I went on Friday. I went to three stores. Nice. Yeah, I did I went too. To, I went to. I did my my little deal because uh, I think I'd mentioned in, when we talked about where we might go. Uh, Bull City Records is kind of like the place to go for new. Yeah, it's like it's definitely skewed towards new. They they get in. They're like the kind of place you'll walk in not expecting to see anything used and suddenly be floored by what you see. Um, but 99% of the time it's, it's for new stuff. So I was like, if I'm going to go anywhere and like really give them, give them my, my money for the new stuff, I'll do it there. So yeah. that was where I started. And then I kind of went to the other two, uh, here in town, um, to uh, check out what they had on the used side of things. I did that thing where I, uh, I was like, uh, whatever, I don't have to go early. That's stupid. <laughs> I don't have to be there when the store opens. That's dumb. Right. And then I woke up at like, the store's open at nine. I woke up at 845 and I was like, I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> Why am idiot. I not there? <laughs> uh, we were in Cincinnati, so I went to Shake It. I started to Shake It and then uh, drove up to Plaid Room. And then, um, and then I actually ended up hitting up a Goodwill. So like, I bought another stack of like thirteen or fifteen records at Goodwill. Those are all for selling, <laughs> reselling. But I was just yeah. like, man, like I, I was moving suitcases around in the back trunk, you know, in the trunk to to fit kind of all the records I bought, which is a little embarrassing. But um, right. But it was it was it was pretty good. So um, okay, you go tell me something you got, and if, if I got it too, I'll uh, I will uh, I will say I did. Right. Uh, well, I think we we both got the Herbie Hancock. We did. Guy. 
thingy Jamie. Have you big uh, fan I, of the OBI strip on there? I thought that was yes. pretty cool. Yeah, or OB. I always OB. say OBI, but yeah, is it OB? I don't know. OB, Shuby, Shuby strip. Um, have you have you dug into that one yet? I haven't. It's uh, I, I'm ashamed to admit a few of mine are still sealed, and that's one of them. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a thing. It's uh, is it out there? Yeah, because it is so. I was a little mistaken or I had misread something about exactly when that took place and like the band and all that. So it's like just after the, the Mwandishi world has like dissolved and this is like his, I guess it's like the quintet after that world. So it's, yeah, it gets a little it gets a little wild, but it's also he's like doing the thing where he's transitioning from this thing that was like super out and like free mm-hmm. and like kind of reining it back in to like what's going to become headhunters and all that stuff. Like okay, gotcha. It's cool. it's all in that world. But it's really good. Um Okay. I'm on uh, uh I'm taking it to to work tomorrow to listen to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, uh, it's good. It sounds great. Um, I only made it through like, I think the first side. So, and um, well priced at twenty six bucks. I thought it was not bad. Yeah. I was like, I was very shocked when I saw. Actually, I was shocked when I saw a lot of the prices. I was like, yeah. wow, these are not yeah. bad. Um, what else? What did you get? I got so I got that one. Um, yep. I'll just get it out of the way. I got the Pearl Jam unplugged. Yes. Um, it's still sealed. I haven't listened to it. I mean, I've, you know, I know enough about it where I'm not like, oh, I've never heard this, you know. But right. It Is does there have anything seven, on there that it does they have didn't... seven songs? Yeah. So there's stuff that they didn't broadcast, right? On there. Oh gosh, I wish I could remember. Honestly, oh. like, I I just don't have enough of a. I, I just can't remember enough of what the actual, because I don't know. You could probably could you do seven songs in an hour, maybe? Because weren't those? Yeah, about an I felt like it was. I felt like it was five, but because I feel like there's, because that's like early on in the Pearl Jam explosion moment, yeah. and yeah. I feel like it was because they they did this with Unplugged sometimes, sort of like a Austin City Limits model, where yeah. like they would split the hour if both bands weren't. I guess to whatever level you have to be to have a gotcha. full hour's worth of stuff. I feel like it was like a half hour, but I could just be like, I don't know, old and yeah. and screws are now loose in my head. Uh-huh. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I got that one. I'm, I mean, I'm excited about checking it out. It'll, it'll yeah. be fun. Yeah, definitely, definitely a goodie. Um. What else did we? Oh, we talked about getting the. Was it the early minor, the Miles Davis record? Yes. But you, did you, you that I did. You skipped it. I did. Okay. So, here's what I want to know: Are and you may not be able to know or not, but like, is that is what's on there taken from the sessions that that big CD box set was from? 
Yes, they were okay. only the two. I guess it's two songs. Yeah, yeah. They were that are on early minor are songs they recorded during in a silent way, the in a silent way sessions um, that have only previously been released via that box set. That box set. Okay, okay cool. All right. Yeah. That was a really long winded way of saying that. No, it was, it was beautiful. <laughs> it was very eloquent. I, so when I was going through everything and I, I had, uh, um, I, it's sort of a weird explanation. I went to all the used stuff first to just sort right. of know like what I was going to end up wanting to spend for the record store day stuff. I sort of went about it backwards. Um, yeah. But I, so I kind of already had a good idea and I was, and so I thought, well, if there's something I'm going to skip, it might be that because I am actually kind of holding out for hopefully, hopefully stumbling on that CD box set one day. Right. And so I thought, well, I'll just wait until I get that and then I'll have all of it. And sure, it's on, on CD, but you know, it'll be everything at once. So, but right. have you, and have you listened to it? Is it pretty cool? I have not dug into that one yet. Yeah. That one, yeah. that one is still, uh, has not been cracked. Um, yeah. I, th- I swear I heard, at least one of those at some point before I think I feel like somebody I was at somebody's house and they had the box set and I was like, Oh man, can I check this thing out? And, uh, cause I had just, they had just reissued those originally on CD or whatever. And I was like yep. getting into them and wound up, uh, listening to one of, one of them. I mean, it's classic miles in a very transitional moment. That is awesome. So it's going to be good. I mean, yeah, I, I thought, I thought if I, maybe I'll just wait and see if the price goes down on that one, or maybe find a used copy of it. If I don't find the eventual box set somewhere, the CD box set, which also has a really cool, no, 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 uh, it is not. It, unlike some uh, some CD box sets, has not really gone. It doesn't. It seems like it's gotten more and more pricey. Yeah, like some of them have like Weird. dipped way down, but like yeah. that one, not so much. Um, I picked up the "Cruel to Be Kind," the Niccolo Wilco um, right. 40th anniversary. So it's on limited edition green vinyl. Mm-hmm. Um. I guess they recorded the Wilco version in 2012. Uh, it's fun. I mean, you know, I just love, I love that Nick Lowe era stuff, like yeah. Nick Lowe, Rockpile, all that. Dave Edmonds, right? Like, um, yeah. Elvis Costello just, was roped in there. Yeah, yeah. All that, like, early s- stiff record stuff, too. So, yeah. This was just kind of a, a fun, a fun little bonus to throw in there. I play, um, uh, Labor of Lust, the LP. Yep. I, I, D, I DJ like one or two songs off that one all the time. So nice. Uh, there were there were a handful of them. I was like, yeah, I'll pick it up. So nice. Uh, uh, let me see. What else did I get? Oh yeah, it was sort of a surprise. Uh, both to see it because I think I had blacked out on this one for some reason, but uh, <laughs> the. Also, the Miles Davis live in Tokyo thing. Um, oh, yeah. 
I picked that up because I had uh, wanted that for a while. But I, I, for some reason, I literally was I was like flipping through the thing. And I was like, oh wow, this is out. <laughs> yeah. Like I just like I don't know why I did not remember that was a thing. But uh, um, that one I have also not yet dug into. But uh, I have heard bits of it before. Um, which it's just like it's him. It's like everybody is there for the the uh, second great quintet. So it's Ron Carter, Herbie Hancock, Tony Williams, and instead of Wayne Shorter, who hasn't joined yet, they took Sam Rivers to Tokyo with them to oh, play okay. this show. And um, it's a cool like moment to hear them play without Wayne Shorter, but it's very obvious, I guess, or it becomes obvious after the fact that Miles was like, yeah, I love what you're doing, but it's not the thing. And then they come back and then he gets Wayne in the band and history gets made and all that fun stuff. So it's kind of a, kind of a fun way to hear. And it's like, they haven't really written a bunch of new stuff. Like they're still feeling out. So like they're playing like stuff from like kind of blue, but it's like in this new way. So like, so what is like super fast. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. And like, they're like really messing with what's going on. So yeah. Awesome. Good one. Yeah. I, um, I picked up that file 733. UFO oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Further investigation. I did get that one. So it's a double LP. I was explaining it to my brother-in-law who's asked me about it. I was like, so like the first disc is, uh, you know, um, people that were abducted by, aliens and they're interviewing them and the second disc is like psych music that goes along with it and emily was like that sounds terrifying i'm never listening to that and i was like okay fair enough <laughs> yeah there was a write-up they had like three or four copies of it at bull city um and today they had it up on their instagram and like the whole explanation and they were like that sounds i think it was something along the same lines like and this does sound like a lot <laughs> yeah like, but it's really good. So. so funny story is I couldn't find it in the, in the, it was, everything was alphabetized and I couldn't find it. So I asked the store guy who was standing right there and I was like, Hey, do you have like the UFO record? And he kind of looked at me and, uh, and he was like, and he's, he said, well, I don't, I don't know. I'd have to go downstairs. Well, downstairs where all the used stuff was. And I was yeah. like, and so I said, well, I don't think it'd be downstairs cause it's a record store day thing. And he goes, Oh, oh, right, right. It's under file. It's under F for file. I was like, oh, cool. And he's like, I thought you were talking about UFO, the band. And I was like, no. <laughs> I would have never thought of that at all. Yeah. But thank I was about you. to say, the German metal band, UFO? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's exactly. He was about to go looking for UFO records yes, downstairs. Yes, I'll be right back. That would have been embarrassing. <laughs> oh, it was back with a giant right. stack of UFO records. Here you go. <laughs> Which Didn't one were you those? looking for? Like, I don't know. <laughs> Actually... <laughs> I, don't I couldn't tell well, you anything about them. Where would you suggest starting? <laughs> right in the middle <laughs> of this pile. I don't know what that oh, means. But... Man. Um, that was all the Record Store Day stuff I got. Nice. Well, I should say officially, you know, the official like released on Record Store Day items. Yeah. Well, I found, I came across, there was like a wacky Cecil Taylor record. Oh, cool. Uh called indent um which is uh 
it was also wacky because when I opened it, it is white vinyl, and I feel like it did not say anything about it being colored vinyl oh, that's <laughs> on the packaging. So I was like, there you go. That's cool. Um, and then I just happened to turn my head and notice that the the beautiful people at uh, Mute Records have reissued the pop group's uh, debut Y, um, which is one of my favorite records ever. It's like, it's not a record that I, I don't know that I've ever put it on and listened to the entire thing in one shot because it's just a lot. But it is like always a record that like if I put it on, I'm always just going to stop whatever I'm doing. Like I can't take my ears off it kind of record. Yeah. Um, so they did a really cool thing where they packaged it. Uh, so famously, they, the pop group being the they, uh, recorded this song, She Is Beyond Good and Evil, which is probably the song that, like, if you've ever heard one of their songs, is probably the one you've heard. Um, but it came out on, like, a 12-inch prior to the release of the actual album. And so they packaged, when they repressed this thing, they repressed both. And so you get the extra 12-inch single with original artwork and the whole fun thing with the album as well so cool it's kind of awesome and it comes with this giant like fold out poster lyric sheet thing just like the Ooh. old school guy did so it's it's a really cool repress i listened to it tonight it sounds real good uh that was the surprise of the day actually like i looked over and i was like whoa <laughs> hello old friend how are you yeah <laughs> Because uh, I have it on CD, they re they reissued it on CD probably ten years ago or something, and put "She's Beyond Good and Evil" as like the first track on that one. They didn't split them up or whatever, but this is kind of fun to have it as like the two things. So there you go. Cool. That's all the official. Cool. That I mean, I guess that was not technically a, a record store day guy, but it came out on record store day. So that's cool. There you go. And Ding. then. And then, and then we went to the cheap spots. And then everything fell apart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're so is this record store day? Is it is it normal that everybody discounts the entire store as well? Yeah. I've, okay. I I noticed. Yes and, and no. So okay. the store that I would have. One of the stores I would have swung by this weekend had I been in town, like the one I go to every weekend. Yeah. Um, they, the Great Escape. So they are every store in Nashville. They had I think twenty for twenty five percent off everything that wasn't Record Store Day oh, wow. in all their stores. So I think they have three or four now. Um, the Shake It where I where I went first, none of their used stuff was on sale. Right. Um, but plaid room where i went second everything it was kind of confusing i had to get i had to ask multiple times because of some of my purchases i had to know kind of where on the spectrum we were talking price <laughs> but uh he was like i was i said isn't there a sale and he said yeah all of this is 25 percent off like, awesome and he said and then that side of the you know, used. And I was like, oh, okay. Basically, what I think they put out a whole new batch of used stuff that day, and none of that was twenty five percent. Right. Off. So, right. Um, it was 
kind of amazing how they kept it all organized. Because when I got my receipt, I was like, yep, that I didn't pick anything on that one side. So <laughs> my thought is that they're... Because what I noticed is that a lot of people just got in line. like it, So at Shake It, there was a line for Record Store Day. And then you could just yeah. skip that and go to the used stuff, which is what I did. And then right. I hit the used, grabbed all the used stuff. And then I just went back by because I figured I was going to enough stores. I knew, to me, it seemed, and I talked to a couple of stores, seemed like the big things were Pearl Jam and Fish. Like, that's what everyone was coming in for, mostly. <laughs> yeah. And um, so they... I, you know, if if you weren't waiting on those, you could you skip it. So my understanding is probably that they just want to discount. They're going to put out a fresh. They're well, they're going to put out new probably things that people haven't picked through on you stuff, and then uh, and then they're just going to probably discount everything because they're probably going to want to make up. It seemed it seemed to me. Let me put it this way: I'm rambling. I'm sorry, but uh, <laughs> no, it seemed like people would walk in, get in line, get fish, get. Pearl Jam and then leave. Do you know what I mean? Right, they right. wouldn't. They wouldn't necessarily stick around and continue to shop. And right. so I think those discounts are an effort to keep people to also maybe go help. You know, because it does help the store to some extent. But as we've talked a million times now, and we'll probably do it forever, is that yeah. there's not a big, a, t- a huge markup on new stuff. So I think right. they're just trying to drive those casual people in that are just wanting the the those really hot item records to also look around and pick up some other things. Right. 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 Talk about a long answer. Wow. There it was. Boom. Yeah. I just wonder because all the stores, I take that back. Bull city had like 10% off. I think everything in the store, like no matter what 10% off. Um, And then I think the other two, I think there was like a 10% off deal at carolina soul as well but i'm not sure about hunky dory if if they did have a sale they did not have it like plastered anywhere yeah and i don't remember reading about it but their prices as i have said have come way down and are much more manageable now so they don't really probably need to because they're 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 not out of control at all um some of the new stuff is like they're trying to make some money obviously but um most of the used stuff is like in a good spot. So yeah. 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 I just wonder if that was part of the record store day, like contract, like you also discount your store. I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's a uh, requirement. Um, gotcha. Like I said, I just think they're trying to drive those people. Dude, that uh, fish record was $50 and they were flying. Which record was that? What was it? The story of, uh, Oh gosh, I don't know. I bought it for a friend of mine. Um, uh, why am I blanking on it? I don't have it in front of me. It's like Fish Story, Story of the Ghost. Oh, right, right, right. That's right. Because it had never been out on vinyl. Is that right? I think that may have been it. Yeah. Because it came out, I think, when we were at Belmont, actually. <laughs> so that would probably eliminate it. Would explain something. why I didn't even know it existed. <laughs> yeah, because I think that would explain the elimination of vinyl because yeah at that point they're probably yeah no yeah you're good Um, you're good the yeah i mean 50 bucks like that's a lot yeah that's what i thought but the people don't but like i said it flew off the shelves so is it like triple triple disc no i think it's uh 
Just special. Yeah, two LP. Uh, I think it's like splattered vinyl or something, but yeah. I I just think it's just because it's never been released that people just really wanted it. So which is right. fine. Sure. That's fine. I've nothing against fish fans wanting to collect a fish record. So Right. Get it, kids. <laughs> Get it, kids. Get it. Um do you how should we divvy up our uh, <laughs> use purchases? Uh, we can just bounce back and forth if you want, or we can just hit okay. the highlights. I mean, I don't know how how your uh, <laughs> how your stack how looks. I'm structured here. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Well, let me. I'll start with. Uh, let me. I'll do this. I'll start with. I'll batch a couple of these. Yep. Um. I bought three Rocket from the Crypt seven inches. Yes, you did. I'm jealous. And two are on Merge. One is on a label I've never heard of. Um, It's not Sympathy. It's Speed Kills or... Oh, yeah. It's some really weird one. Speed Kills Motorized Pulp or Snap Crackle Punk. I don't know. It's it's very strange. (laughs) But, um, yeah. And actually, there was a fourth one. It was a picture disc that was on Sympathy. But I put mm. it back because I was like, this is a little out of control. But um, <laughs> but I was excited to get those. I listened to them today. I mean, they are they are on the nose, just loud, obnoxious right. rocket from the crypt, seven inches, where one of them sounds like I think they just put a microphone in the middle of their practice space and recorded two songs. <laughs> right. Um, right. But, uh, but yeah, it was exciting. What, uh, those are always fun to, to put in there. What years are those? Um... If you know, ninety three, ninety four are the merged ones because they came with the. There's a great little merge newsletter inside of them. Nice. That's dated, and that was fun to look at because they're like all merged singles are three dollars. So I was like, holly. <laughs> um, only. Here you go. Merge singles three dollars. CDs are ten dollars. LPs and tapes are eight dollars. Isn't that great? Um. What this one, uh, yeah, 94 and 93, respectively, okay. around in that time period were the merge hmm. ones. So, pretty fun. Nice. I was glad to get this. Yeah. Oh, I should tell you this, too, before we go too far. Shake It had um, on their wall, like, sub-pop single, you know, like, seven inches that were just really rare. And it, it was crazy. They even had... Um, they even had Beck's very first seven inch ever. It was a hundred dollars, um, but it, it it looked like it like had been just xeroxed it, you know, like your very right. first punk rock seven inch. It was great. I just right. stared at it. I was like, wow, this is awesome. But yeah, yeah, I wasn't wasn't gonna drop a hundred bucks on that. But yeah, they had some <laughs> cool, cool, uh, cool old stuff like some Nirvana ones and those things. So oh wow, yeah, yeah, nice. Um, let's see, bouncing. Over to my side now. Uh, I can I can group. Um, I got uh, three Rycooter records. Nice. Uh, all from kind of different, slightly different eras. Which it kind of doesn't matter with that guy because like every record is its own thing. Like, yep. kind of feel like he just decides like, okay, this week I'm going to tackle that style, and I'm just going to do it. Um, so I got Paradise and Lunch. Uh, into the Purple Valley, and the kind of outlier is uh, the slide area, which is 80, 82. That's like the latest. 
one and it's definitely a product of its time like it sounds like a record made in 1982 but it's kind of <laughs> cool um kind of cool in that way as well uh i was listening to actually right when you called i was listening to paradise and lunch which is kind of a standard that one is 74 um that's kind of one of your probably more popular Rycooter records um it has it's very much americana and very much like it kind of sounds like what might have happened if rycooter was in the band yeah it sort of sounds like that style of, cool. of americana like he's like yeah doing his thing but and singing and when he sings sometimes he sounds a lot like levon on that record yeah. in particular it's kind of cool um but if there's like a lot of like fun like bluesy older bluesy songs on there that he kind of gives some some new life uh to but yeah you don't see that one in the stores much you usually just see the you know borderlines and bop t right. drops well the hilarious thing is like i went in to carolina so i was like all right they're they're gonna have this they've they've had like eight different rakuda records in the stack I, i'm just gonna dive in and they had zero. Oh wow! <laughs> and well, actually, they had in the Purple Valley. I was like, okay. And then I went up and I asked. I was like, did <clears throat> you guys sell a lot of Rakuda records in the last like three weeks, or what's up? And he's like, oh, there's none over there. I was like, no. He's like, we did have a lot, didn't we? I was like, yeah. He's like, maybe we got something back here. And he's like, oh, I got Paradise and Lunch back here. It's like five bucks. And I was like, he's like, you want to check it out? I was like, sure. And it looks great. Sounds great. So. I was like, yeah. okay. I was like, it's just so funny how, you know, you're not really, the moment when you're not really going to buy the thing, there's like a million of them. And then when you go in to actually get yep. the thing, you're like, yep, and yeah. it's gone. Yep. <laughs> no, it's like somebody gives you a gift card to a store and you can't find anything. Then the moment you don't have any money, everything you need's right there. Right. But, uh, but yeah, that was the, that was cool. the first, first little grouping there. Not bad. Oh. I um I I swung for the fences and yep. I got the original pressing of Starfire 59's Americana, which <laughs> for How much? people so this is interesting. So um for people that don't know this band, they'll probably mm-hmm. think this is crazy. But um it the sticker price was a hundred. Yep. And and I thought, well, you know, I've seen it sell for much more than that. Yeah. And so I just went ahead and grabbed it. Um, but it was 25% off. So I ended up paying 75 bucks. Not bad. No. And here's the thing. And I know somebody, I mean, I can hear people being like, what? So you paid $75 for this? But right. the, the lowest price it's ever sold on Discogs was 85 Right. Um, the highest is something stupid and then the median is in like the hundreds or whatever. So, yeah. um, but this still has the original shrink wrap on it and it looked like it's never been played. So, yeah. um, and like I said, it's the original 1997 pressing. And so they just re reissued gold and I paid $40 for it, I think by the time it yeah. was shipped to me. So if one, if, and when they get around to reaching Americana, they're gonna, it's probably be 40 bucks. So I'm, yeah, I'm getting it's a thirty five dollar difference, and I'm at the store looking at this one, and know it looks great, 
and I just listened to it. It sounds awesome. And uh, so it it's like, okay, a $30 difference to know it's going to be great versus somebody reissuing it and doing a poor job like they almost did with the gold one recently. So, <laughs> right. um, but I, I, you know, I nerdily said last week, I think that I was in that Starfire 59 Facebook group or whatever. Yeah. So I posted this like, this is my, this is my favorite, you know, Black Friday purchase of all time. And everyone right. was just like, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. were like, oh, that's amazing. So, I mean, here's the other thing, too. I, you don't see these in stores. Like, right. for, I mean, again, people that don't know who the band is probably don't really care. But you just don't see Starflare 59 albums in stores. So, when I and it, what's funny is I was at Plaid Room and I walked in and it was the first bin I went to, which wasn't like the first bin, if that makes sense. It was just kind of the first one I could get to. And I'm flipping and I'm I'm just sort of, and I was like, what? <laughs> like, are you kidding me? And I just grabbed it. Just big. And, and then red. I looked at the price. Yeah, I looked at the price <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, that's going to determine how much I I do right. the rest of the day, which is why I was tracking down the guy being like, so uh, what exactly is on sale here? So. When how I figured out UFO I was going to get 25% off. Yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> um, but this this would be one of the rare instances where, you know, I will I'll contradict myself in the terms of being a collector versus a, a consumer. You know what I mean? Like, right. I mean, I'm going to play this. I'm, I'm going to play it a lot. Like, I love this record. But, yeah. um, you know, from a collector standpoint, totally worth the $75. So... I, I was I was excited. I mean, like I said, you just don't ever see him, so I just kind of freaked out a little bit. I was like, "Whoa, what?" So, and didn't they put out? Fresh my memory. Didn't they also put out like a live? Yes, plug. Thing? Like yeah, plug. That's right. Like right after that, right? It was like the tour record or whatever. I think so. Yes, yeah. and I had that on CD, and they finally released that. Um, LP. So yeah. um, earlier, either this year or last year, I think. I can't remember. Yeah. And so I bought, um, I bought that as well. Nice. Um, yeah, it's just great to have. So I mean, you know, it's just one of those. Uh, I mean, I'll say it a million times. It it just comes down to like, it's just rare, and it's one of those bands that's just out there kind of you know they're, right they're friends right so there's not a lot of people out there looking for it so when i found it i was like gotta have it so yep so yeah so nice good work sir <laughs> it is a really good record too in case it anybody is. listening to this doesn't believe the either red one of one. us maybe our maybe our combined might it is really good um yeah if you just like Donary, uh, like my bloody Valentine esque, right? Uh, um, out there jams. It, that's what it is. So. Yeah, super good, super noisy, super awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I guess my next little grouping would be uh, classic rock. <laughs> I Ooh. got uh, Aerosmiths. Toys in the Attic. I know, I know. After my Aerosmith rant, somebody will probably call me out. I don't know how they're oh, going to yeah. call me out, but uh, they're, they're also going to call me and be like, hey, <laughs> we heard you talk. 
crap about Aerosmith. Like, no, I talk crap about late Aerosmith. This is record number three, and it's real good. Uh, it has Sweet Emotion on it. It has Toys in the Attic on it. It has Walk This Way on it. I mean, get out of here. It has them, obviously, out of their minds on the back cover. It's really good. Um, and I also got Ozzy Osbourne's Diary of a Madman. That's a good one. Real, real nice. Um, I, I've forgotten just how good the cover of this is, especially in like the the large LP format. Yeah, like it is, yeah, yeah. It's real, real good. Like yeah. front and back, it's just like yeah. wow, what is happening? Yeah, it's great. Um, I don't, I don't have that one, but I would have picked it up too. Yeah, it was like maybe five bucks. I don't oh, know nice. why either because it's a really good copy. Uh, yeah. There's some wear on the cover, but the record itself is like super nice. Um, it has probably my favorite one, two, Ozzy Punch, Over the Mountain, and then Flying High Again. Just boom, boom. That's how you open your record. And uh, again. It's, I mean, that's, it's just stunning. Uh, little, little piece of trivia here did you know <laughs> that when uh i guess at some point i guess when they were going to reissue diary of madman on cd maybe i guess there was some dispute about who gets what split of what royalty blah 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 and i guess uh supposedly the story is that sharon osborne had a hand in this but got new a new drummer and a new bass player to record, re-record the parts for the original guys, and so when they released it, like up until like maybe five years ago, every every version that was available did not have the original tracks. Mm, that's was interesting. Like, they had been like replaced, huh. and uh, then there was like this huge legal battle again. And I guess when they re reissued them for like some anniversary of it or whatever, they like did a deluxe deal where it's like, here's the original. And then here's the one that you've known for the last That's 15 years or whatever. But, uh, yeah. Crazy. This, kids is why you get a work for hire agreement. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, I don't know why. I don't that know. That sounds what like it, a boring podcast episode. <laughs> right. It's like, why would you, I, it's always, it's always fast. That story is always fascinating me. Cause I'm like, you, singled out the rhythm section for like yeah replacement like why only them it must have been like had to have been like a we should get a bigger slice of the pie because we were helping write you know the yeah. songs or whatever yeah. too and then yeah. somebody said oh well if that's what you think we can just do this that's <laughs> uh, common but uh yeah this has the original cool. tracks because nice. it's it's definitely not to like make it sound better because it's not like that record it doesn't it sounds really cool but it doesn't sound great it's not like you put it on you're like man all those tones are right where they need to be you're like no yeah it I sounds mean, like there's what like it a, was. i'm reading a really interesting book right now um by this guy named greg milner mm -hmm. and it's called perfecting sound forever an oral history on rec of recorded music Oh, wow. And it's really fascinating. Like, it basically traces the, you know, from like Edison's invention of, you know, first recorded sound. And yep. like, I'm just now, I just now made it on the other side of the CD era, but he spends a ton of time on 
analog recording and and yeah. uh and and the early 80s were kind of before people figured out that they could like go nuts like Mutt Lang and Def Leppard you know but yeah. they were kind of hadn't quite they were trying to kind of change sounds a little bit so yep. there's there's you, you know you hear it a lot on those records so there's just not a lot of like presence in the room if that makes yeah. sense it's just a lot of like in your face and um it's kind of like nobody it's kind of like they didn't want to sound like zeppelins so they didn't do the big drums or whatever but they right. haven't quite figured out how to do it you know it was, everything's a little dry i guess so some of those yeah. come across that way for sure yeah, that's let's say it's eighty one is Diary of a Madman. Yep. It's like yep. at that point you've got Randy Rhodes in the band who was like playing louder than yeah <laughs> most yeah, human too. beings had up until that point too. It's like you're you're trying to wrangle that guy in, but like you can't really tell him to turn down because then it doesn't sound like Randy yep. Rhodes. So it's like that's true. What are you gonna do? You know, that's true. I'm sure they were like, yeah, we don't have a mic that can handle this yet. Yeah. <laughs> Can we put one in? Can we put him in the other other room? Yeah, and maybe mic him from over here. Was uh, was there more in the? Uh, uh, no, no, that was it for the classic, classic rock. rock pile. Nice. Thankfully, I um I picked up this Al Green record, and um, uh-huh. it's very early, and it's a Bell Records pressing, so it's not the original. Yeah. pressing because i think that came out on another one this is 1972 but it just says al green includes backup train and um it's very like i just never seen it before and yeah it's got a it's it's a black cover with like these green kind of like collagey leafy looking things in the middle mm-hmm. and um i just grabbed it because I love Al Green. I wasn't that familiar with it. This seems very early Al Green, yeah. like kind of before he really found his voice. Because when you're listening to it, you're like, oh, it sounds kind of like he's kind of trying to be kind of a little crooner-ish, you know? Like he, he didn't right. really have like that kind of kind of vibe yet. It kind of sneaks out in a couple songs, but um, not what you really, really know Al Green for. But it's a fun listen um, of kind of some old songs. So um i was happy to pick that one up nice nice um i guess my last little foray is uh into jazz town um i found uh another herbie hancock record i've been looking for the prisoner which is uh kind of before he does uh he kind of on the prisoner, he really starts down the road that leads him to the stuff that I've talked your ear off about. But yeah, um, he's still it's still very much like a jazz quartet, quintet in a room playing Rudy Van Gelder style. But uh, they definitely start like he starts getting they start getting further and further out on some songs and like. There's definitely a uh, political side to the whole thing, even the the title and everything. Um, but it's really good. Uh, I just listened to it before I listened to the Raku record, actually. Um, and it was one that I had like, kind of was, it's like, if I see it and it's not like a bazillion dollars or something, then I'll, 
I'll, I'll pick it up. And, uh, it was out there and it was not a bazillion dollars and lo and behold, I picked it up. So nice. I'm not a liar. <laughs> um, also found uh third plane, which is, uh, Ron that Carter. Sounds, sounds out there. Yeah. Ron Carter, Herbie Hancock and Tony Williams. Um, I did. I had not seen this one before, uh, and this is a 1978 release, um, and it's officially under Ron Carter's name. Uh, they recorded another album's worth of stuff that they released under Herbie Hancock's name, I guess because of contractual obligations or whatever. Um, I think that was just called the Herbie Hancock Trio or something like that. Um, yeah. But it is everything you would think from the rhythm section of Miles Davis's uh, second great quintet. Uh, it is real good, and they uh, go for it, as always. Um, I picked up for cheap uh, an Ahmad Jamal record. It's called The Piano Scene of Ahmad Jamal, which is, nice. I guess it's like his first... These are like his like super early recordings for uh, I guess they were originally recorded for OK Records. Um, yeah, in the fifties, this is like early fifties. Uh, so this is like when he's like really starting to make a name for himself, um, and it's uh, it's really good. It's like one of the I could not believe. I think this one was actually put out in like the sixties, maybe. A repress but i cannot believe how clean it was it was kind of crazy um and then finally uh the world of miriam makiba i guess is how you oh, say her yeah. Name. yeah i have one of her albums nice um she was uh famously married at one point to hugh masakela who conducted the orchestra that she's singing with on cool. this record um she is singing on this. She's singing like a a mix of kind of popular uh, jazz tunes, uh, African traditional songs, and then some like there's like some Spanish jams in here too. Um, it's really good. Her voice is ridiculous, yeah. um, and it I fits nicely. I, I picked up an album. An LP of hers, like the mini voices of, or something like yeah, that, for yeah, yeah. a dollar at right. uh, like a sidewalk sale at one of the yeah. stores. And I was like, this looks just too good to be true. And uh, it's definitely an interesting listen. You know, it's uh, yeah. she's a very unique vocal style. It's very, very entertaining. Yeah. This is, I think this one was like three bucks, same, mm-hmm. same deal. Um, which is pretty much the story of all of those that I just went down except for the prisoner everything else was like five bucks i think so it was, yeah that's great it's great it's great it was great and then uh did you have more <laughs> i've got my one last big batch yep is this the gospel batch did i give it away the gospel batch yeah i just I'm like in such a rabbit hole, it's insane. But hold on, let me. I'm looking at it. Like, I mean, I got seven gospel LPs. Yep. And um, 
Technically eight, because I got one here for you. Yeah. <laughs> and six forty-fives. Six forty-fives. Um, but here's a, here's the thing. I mean, I, I know I'm kind of, I've said this before, like, and and uh, like, I, you know, I'm in this weird kind of rabbit hole, whatever. But these are five, six dollar albums. You know what I mean? So, right. Um, I, I like, I have no problem picking these up. And for instance, the one I, I posted this one today. Professor Professor Harold Boggs and the Boggs Specials. That's where it's at. And track four is uh, called God's LSD. And, uh, you know, the chorus is I'm living on God's LSD. And it's so good. I mean, yep. I can't I can't explain how great these these records are. But I just um, that's a Nashboro release. I got the Salem Travelers Wait on the Lord, which is a Peacock release. Great yep. cover. Um, the Edwin Hawkins Singers, which just looks like this really gigantic choir, and they're all standing on the beach. Um, that's on Pavilion Records. That one was six bucks. The Mighty Gospel Giants. It's a needed time on Veep Gospel. That one was six bucks. They're nice. all wearing matching green suits on the cover. They look so awesome. Um, the best of the Rance Allen group, um, which was, it was the front cover says truth records, but when you flip it over, it's actually a stacks records release. So oh, nice. That yeah. One it was, was like a gospel arm, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that one was 25% off of seven, but so I'm not going to do the math. I'm too lazy. Um, yep. memories of Edna Galman Cook with this wonderful cover for Smiling on the Front. That's a Nashboro record. That one was great. That one was 25% off 13. But um, And then Loving Sisters and Love Act, A New Day. Again, five of them smiling <laughs> on the side of a mountain. This is a female group. Um, that one's on Peacock, and that was 25% off of $4. So nice. I haven't had a, I'm just now starting to go through those. Um, the 45s were like angelic gospel singers, two of those. The consolers, two of those. Um, the gospel airs on Peacock and Highway QCs on Peacock, which I listened to those today. Those are pretty cool. And then, um, so, um, uh, let's see, excuse me. Plaid Room Records also has a record label called Coal Mine Records. Oh, nice. C-O-L-E-M-I-N-E. And yep. they reissue, they don't even really reissue, I guess they reissued, I don't know, but they release like uh, a lot of old like Soul 45s and things. And so yeah. they have just released, I thought it'd be fun to pick this up. I saw somebody post it the other day um, and and it's kind of like, I just love that store so much. I thought it'd be kind of fun to buy this and support the label side of it too, but it's called the Harlem Gospel Travelers. He's on my time, or he's on time, excuse me. Yeah. And this is a brand new record because it's like a brand new group. So it's like four guys um, in Harlem that are kind of reviving that style of gospel. I think I saw that here music. today, actually. Yeah. 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 yeah in the store. Um, yeah. It's like limited edition clear vinyl. Um, it just looks great. They, and then, so one of the other guys, it's produced by a guy named Eli Paperboy Reed, and yep. he is. Uh, kind of another one of these DJs that plays a lot of this gospel soul stuff that I've been listening to. Um, so it just kind of seemed like the perfect, uh, the perfect 
you know, thing to kind of take home as well. It was actually 20 bucks, but like I said, I felt really good. As someone who has run a record label before, it was it's always fun to buy like when you feel like you're just directly supporting the people right. that made it, you know what I mean? So yep. um so it was fun to pick that up. Haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, but I'm I have a feeling I'll I'll really enjoy it. Um and then I have to like curse you on the podcast because you told me about <laughs> Carolina Souls. <laughs> uh like auction uh eBay auctions yeah oh man um i there were so many i think there were uh like a hundred or so maybe i don't know um and they were all auction all gospel soul stuff so i just narrowed it down to nashborough and hse and started bidding and i won some and lost several but uh, yeah <laughs> i think i've got four more records coming from them and it total is 30 bucks shipped nice. so yeah that's not too bad i was bowing out at like 15 to 20 bucks you know what i mean like i was getting outbid and i was like man i'll, I'll probably find these you know somewhere right for a better price so i'm not gonna freak out about it but um yeah and then you picked up one for me so i have i mean like i said i you know, when I get into these obsessions, I just run with them and I can't stop. And so yeah. that's kind of where I'm at with this stuff right now. But it's really fun because, like I said, I mean, picking up all these records, I mean, wasn't consider considering. Well, first of all, I have to tell you this. Plaid Room, you would your head would have exploded. I could have easily <laughs> spent $500 in there. Like I had to right. tell myself, OK, no jazz. You know, right. they just had right. so many great jazz records. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I just had to say, like, OK, this is especially once I found the Starfire record and I knew I was already 75 bucks in. I was like, OK, I'm I'm bowing out it and whatever. Right. But I mean, I got I got that record. I got the Al Green record. I got three or four of these gospel records there. And I got that brand new one for the 20 bucks. But all told, I spent 150 bucks at the store. So it's not really that when you consider that one of those was half (laughs) right you know it's like i still came out with you know a lot of stuff so um it's it's fun picking these up and i actually had a huge stack and i then i took them to the back and then i just kind of started going through especially on the gospel stuff yeah i just kind of started going through youtube here's a great example of one and are you familiar with this record because if not i want to put it on your radar for you to find because i think you'll really love it i had to put it back because I just I started having to make the bat the hard calls and the the jazz was one of them. <laughs> but are you familiar with Illuminations, the LP with Alice Coltrane and Carlos Santana? Uh, I don't think I am. All right, look it up, my friend. Okay, it's not it's I don't know. I found it on YouTube. I was trying to listen to like I mean every song's like thirteen. I mean it's just all free right. jazz, right? Right. But right. like, and I and it was. It was 10 bucks, and thinking back on it, I probably should have gotten it because I think it would have been 25% off that, but right. uh, but I ended up putting it back. Uh, I, I can't tell you how big my stack was and how much I put back. I I put back <laughs> a late repress, you know, one of the mini versions later of In Utero because I was like, oh, cool, I don't have this. And, right. and then I was like, you know what? I, I probably really would rather have like a, a better sounding one you know and i put it yeah. back and this guy went oh and i went here you go and he goes thank you so much <laughs> and so i was like okay good i'm glad it's going to him you know what i mean like right he was super super excited i just it's hard to explain just how much great 
I mean, all, every third record I could have picked up and put in my snack. So, right. Uh, but I kind of went to the back of the room and was going through YouTube and listening to some of the gospel stuff because as you know, cause when you were sending me stuff too, you're like, do you want this one? Do you want this one? I right. kind of like preview it real quick because yeah. there's sort of a fine line of like the stuff I'm really obsessed with is kind of that like, um, 60s, kind of like has like a Motown, funky, even borderline yeah. disco-y sound to it, you know? Right. And, you you know, you can find some, like I found a couple that were very much like very traditional, like gospel records, you know, like very like right. organ heavy and, and more on the, just like I said, traditional side. And so I ended up putting several of those back because I was like, uh, I don't, you know, I can't, you know, the bill's already too high. So, but yeah. Um, yeah man it was it it was i mean i've got so much stuff to listen to i'm actually really excited about it because you know i would have probably found some of this in nashville but um but it it was just kind of fun being in um different stores and traveling and just being able to look at different things and still finding great great stuff they also had a god they had gospel records there for hundreds of dollars too like they had i'm sure some very rare stuff at platter room one of them was a hundred and I, I was like, I'm not even going to look at it. So, yeah. I mean, I got, well, as you know, from, from me sending you pictures of things and I only wound up sending you, I think half of the first of three bins that they have uh, at Carolina yeah. soul. Like yeah, I went through yeah. some more stuff. and was like, yeah, Oh God. But I, I even picked up, uh, one, the caravans in concert, which is really good. I listened to that like right when I got home. Uh, I it, it's a, a Buddha Records release. Nice. Um, it's definitely uh, at least side one is like pretty all slower. Like there's like thirty people in the in the yep. choir, kind of slower gospel material. Um, I don't know if it, I haven't made it on the side too. So I don't know if it like picks up and like gets funkier at all, but I think it kind of stays that course of like older hymns yep. sung by this like amazing group of voices. Yep. Um, but it's, it's really good. That's like, definitely how the Aretha Franklin, amazing grace one is, which I've totally right. fallen in love with too, you know, right. It's just, you know, I was listening to, uh, one of the ones I bought last week, I think, and there's a song on there that's basically, and I, for, I can't remember the name of the group, but I was listening to it. And I was like, man, this, I've heard this song before, you know, and basically, yeah. and, and what it is, what it reminded me of was it reminded me of, um, funny enough, it reminded me of ZZ Top's I Thank You, <laughs> <laughs> which of course is a cover of, uh, Sam and Dave, I yeah. thank you. Yeah. So, and I kind of looked it up and I mapped out the 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 time period. So, Sam and Dave would have been first. The gospel yeah. version is most likely a gospel take on "I Thank You," and then obviously right. like the ZZ Top one's much more just on the nose. But yeah. uh, but but there was another song I was listening to today, and it just reminded me of a you know almost like a Temptations type song or whatever. So there's so much of that stuff that goes back and forth, but. I mean, just this whole thing about, you know, you know, God's LSD. I mean, you can't make that stuff up. That's just genius. Nope. And it's a great, upbeat, catchy song. And I was like, this is just the best. So yep. I'm having way too much fun with that. But, um, you know, it's it's kind of a fun new 
discovery thing at a fun price point and uh you know yeah a lot of fun with it so but i will say this this is what's funny uh to give you an idea of kind of where i was at today i bid on a couple of like couple of the carolina soul records on ebay and then i and then i was like you know i'm just gonna i'm just gonna let it ride and like i'm not gonna get any bidding wars and you know well i'm sitting there and all of a sudden my phone was like bing and i sold (laughs) on ebay I sold one of those Billy Bass singing fish you know oh, what I mean? wow. that you hang on the wall. <laughs> I sold it for $30 and I had found it in a thrift store like a year ago for like two bucks, two or three yeah. bucks, I think. And I bought it and I was like, oh man, people buy these things all the time. And I'd forgotten about it. So I finally got around to like putting it up for sale. Um, so as soon as that hit, it was like, bing, 30 bucks. I went back to the Carolina Soul and I was like, okay, there's like two hours left. Everything that hasn't been bid on, I'm basically bidding on, you know? And then, yeah. as you know, with those things, and it's just the worst, but everyone kind of waits till the end. And so there was yeah. a Willie Banks record that I really wanted that somebody kept Ooh. driving way up. And and I thought, man, I found four of those in Nashville, um, you know, three of them at a thrift store in the last uh, two weeks since I've become obsessed with this. So I don't, I don't need to get into the $20 bid up range on this stuff, you know? So there's a right. good chance it'll, it'll pop up around here somewhere. So. Yeah. So. I, uh, I actually saw the, the one that I got you the best of the consolers, um, at Carolina. soul. I saw, uh, I went, I did go out for a moment today and look at more records because I have a problem. Yeah. Um, but uh, I saw it at, at uh, I think, at Hunky Dory. I saw the same one. I was like, oh, yep, there you go. The yeah. best of the consolers, a popular album. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I got to I gotta start. I've been putting these into my Discogs account really quickly because um, I'm just not familiar enough to, you know, I can kind of tell by the covers, you know. But the right. 45s especially, like, you can't really kind of tell like if i've got those or not so i've been trying to insert them in real quick so i can look it up um kind of on my phone make sure i don't buy multiple copies of it so right always always a possibility yeah you know i've done it before i'm sure i'll do it again but right uh, but yeah that so that was that's kind of it and then you know like i jokingly said i was going to my sister's in-law house or sister-in-law's house um after plaid room and i'm driving down the road on the way there and i'm like oh goodwill pulled in and uh (laughs) i just found a bunch more you know dollar goodwill records that could sell anywhere between 10 bucks and you know there's one that i found this really weird record by violinist that someone had sold like it was bid up to like 83 dollars i don't know that i have that exact version but i do have like a weird mono pressing of it i mean and it's yeah. super clean so i was like hmm so i i went through uh two two um two they were just sitting in the grocery carts of all things and uh <laughs> went through those and pulled out of another stack of 13 or 14 because as i've said you know that's like I, I buy those and then as they sell i use those to kind of buy the ones to keep so right it's uh the never-ending uh um well it's just the fun money stuff so but i I mean i just brought these three gigantic bags then when i got to the house and everybody was just like what is wrong with you so (laughs) yep but it made for a fun day i mean you for those of us that do that do this obsessively 
it's very rare that you get the day where you're just like, I'm going to as many stores as possible, you know. So, and I actually, right. being in Cincinnati, there was actually probably one or two more that I could have gone to. But yeah, um, I found so much good stuff at the two. I thought, eh, I'm, I'm just, it's cruel to go somewhere else and see much more and torture myself knowing I really don't have the budget for it because uh, I, I, I blew through my budget very quickly. So Right. I also, I, I always kick myself because i'm like should probably go to raleigh and 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 go there's probably three there's at least three if not four like really good shops there that i haven't really spent i haven't gone to at all and so i'm always like maybe i should go you know i could probably find some of these things that like you have on your like really want to find lists i could probably find them there but you're like yeah but you also find like other things and like yeah. maybe you don't want to go down that maybe you just yeah. get the just just stick with the the three you, you know <laughs> well what's funny is i've gotten to be i i the ones you know when i went into the plaid room store i was like oh man it's just it's been a while since i've been in a store that's just had this much stuff right um, because Nashville, unfortunately, now has gotten so spread out and it just takes forever to get everywhere that I just can't like Grimy's moved from like two miles from my office to East Nashville. So I just can't get over yeah. there during like I would go my lunch break all the time yeah. when they were in their old location. I just can't get over there now on lunch because Nashville's just shut down. There's you have to get on the interstate, um, you know, or the other main road is just stopped traffic. Right. So, I can't zip over there anymore and really I can't really zip out anywhere for lunch at work. So I kind of gotten to where I just go to the same store kind of in Murfreesboro on the weekends. And it's great because I know the people they were like, we need to put you on file here because you're always bringing stuff in to sell and stuff, you know, yeah. but they don't have, you know what I mean? Like they're, they just don't have people bring in records like they've been bringing in at some of these other stores, you know? So, right. But I'll still end up just going back to those and knowing, cool, I may only find one great one, but at least, um, you know, I enjoy the camaraderie and chatting with people. And, you know, and a lot of times the guys there will be like, have you heard this? And, you know, and or like when I walked in one day, I was just like, man, I've just really been I just saw Aretha Franklin's Amazing Grace. I'm obsessed with it. And the guy's like, oh, we, yeah, we got a copy. It's been here since April. It's like, what? You know what I mean? Right. So, How many so times that, did I look I enjoy at that? that part of it, you know? So, right. yeah, you could always go to, like, every every single store. But when you kind of get in with the right folks, it makes it fun. So it's the same way with Grimey's. And obviously, like, I love going in there and just chatting with everyone. And, you know, my friend that owns Vinyl Tap, it's always fun just going in and chatting up everyone and then getting to do some shopping. So, you know. yeah. Oh, quick question. How much was the uh, in utero that you saw? It was only $15. Oh, okay. So, and it, it looked like it was probably like one of the rash sort of like Amazonians, kind of what an Amazonian, I guess, yeah. what I would say, like the real back quick to represses, you know, yeah. like just like uh, get this thing out. Yeah. Um, so my first thought was like, oh, I'll get this as kind of a starter copy. The top part of the spine was broken too, like not bad, but it's kind of one of those obnoxious things where it looked like, and I've got a few of these where like during shipping, it just kind of busted through that top part, you know, in the middle of the spine. And so I, like I said, I, I don't, it's so funny. I, I tell people this all the time. It's like for as much as I collect, I don't have a lot of those 
like you know i don't have never mind on vinyl and i don't have you know i don't have i the one i do is insecticide and i bought the really expensive like 45 rpm double right. lp and it sounds amazing so yeah i think i'm just gonna keep holding out and wait till i find those um those versions and i'll pick those up but also too and this is just part of the part of the the dilemma that we all face it's like I'm at a spot in my life where it's like I've listened to those records thousands of times and I still have my right. CD. Right. So I very rarely pull those off the shelf. Do I spend yeah. the budget money on those just right. because I have to have them because I grew up with them? Some yeah. bands I do, but sometimes I think, oh, let me put that back because I could buy. I'm, you know, I'm so obsessed with this weird super niche right now. I can get three records at that price, you know? Right. So, right, right. Um, that's kind of the decision I made. But yeah, it looked just very, um, I won't say cheap, but it doesn't look like there was much thought put into that one. So, yeah, they have, reason I ask is they have one at Bull City and have had for a little bit. And it is, I think it, I think it's a 2000, I think they reissued that thing in like 2009 as like, and it was like a well done version. Yeah. Um, and it may even be like the yellow vinyl version, which is like oh, a big okay. deal. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But it's like 90 bucks yeah. or something. Yeah, Cause it's yeah. like Uber yeah. well taken care of. Um, I don't know what they paid for it I to get think in there. That's but... a, I think there's a special mix of that, too. Um, I could be wrong on this. Or maybe a special mastering job, maybe, on those. On the where, yellow like, one? They, yeah, yeah, where they really, like... Because when you look it up... I, I've looked those up on, like, eBay before, and there's always the mastering name, I think, in there. So I think that they yeah. really, like went out of the way to do a really good job on that one. And those are the ones that I probably will eventually break down and buy at some point and, and have those. I just, um, you know, yeah. So when I, when I found that one, I was just like, Oh, this is, I know what I'm about to get. I know it's not the best one. So I'll probably hold off. So. Yeah. I got the, the 20th anniversary guy That's when it smart. came out. That's not the, not the Steve Albini mix, but it's like the original album. Yeah remastered 45 rpm guy yeah um, that's good and then that's all good. the b-sides are like uh slightly like some of them are like the steve albini mixes of like some of the singles that you knew like he remixed those or whatever um yeah because i also have it on cd and have all i'm probably in the minority on this but i have i have never had a problem with how that record sounds like i always have thought it sounded yeah amazing <laughs> from <laughs> from the second it's I so punishing it. i love it i love it um, it's just like whoa drums yes and it's like I, the it's like when i put that reissue on it was like literally i think i posted it i was like this is i think everybody who's doing a remastering job needs to like listen to this as like a template for like this is a very good remaster like yeah. you don't hear this and go Oh, you know, I wish they would tweak this or tweak that. Like, nope, this is just yep. a solid, like, they maybe pumped some things that they wanted to or maybe leveled some things off, but 
it still sounds like the thing, but just brand new. Like it just sounds huge, you know? So it's good. Well, I, um, I'm excited with everything I got. I, I'm a little yeah. bummed cause I'm like, uh, I, I, with like you, I, I had an itching today to go. I was like, Oh, I really want to go. Like, cause the store near me has ha- still had 25% off today, you know? Right. But I thought, ah, I just won't, you know what I mean? So I, right. I didn't do it. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I shouldn't follow up Friday's spend with more, you know, but, right. um, but you know, I'll, I'll, uh, it'll be itching again to, to sneak around. Hopefully I'll sell some stuff this week and then be able to go. Yeah. Uh, I think I got some stuff I might try to trade in at the local store and, and go do some more shopping. So it's, uh, yeah, man, it's 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 fun. But I, um, you know, I, like I said, for all the record store day stuff, I think it was fine. I, th- I thought everything was fairly priced. I mean, if you're a fish fan, I think the 50 bucks you were probably fine paying. Um, right. But everything else seemed, you know, very reasonable. So that was that was exciting, you know. So um, hopefully that will kind of be a trend that keeps going for us cheap old guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it does get a little it does get a little crazy. <laughs> yeah some of the some of the prices are a little wacky especially when you can yeah. look back at your merge newsletter and like they're selling records for like eight bucks like yeah that's hard that's always hard wow. i always think about i always think about all those lost years of you know, so last night i was djing and i pulled out um the devo record i have i always play the song called pity you yep. and uh, there's the Great Escape sticker from where I bought it, which says yep. with seven inch, two dollars and ninety nine cents. Yep. <laughs> and I could probably sell it now for fifteen, twenty bucks. You know what I mean? So easy. Yeah. Um, uh, so I, you know, you think back to all those days, but a lot of the stuff that I had that you know, a lot of people always ask me how I got into buying records. They were cheaper than CDs, so I would just buy those. You know, that's right. how I got into them because I always loved to buy. I'm a quantity guy, so I love yeah. buying as much as I possibly can. And so I'd go to Tower. Remember, Tower would always have records yep. for eight ninety nine or whatever. But like, oh yep. man, the CD's eighteen ninety nine. I'm I'm picking right. that up, you know. Right. So, well, it's like I was, I was just looking when you mentioned that. I still have, like, I think I got two thirds of the the police's catalog at the great escape for a dollar. They still have yeah. the stickers on there for like $1 for like yeah. synchronicity. And it's like, yeah. you go anywhere, even in the shape that this is in, which is not perfect, but not terrible at all. It's like 10 bucks. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> what? Good, uh, good grief. All righty. Well, um, this was fun. I enjoyed. Yes. We were texting each other a lot. I know you were at work in the morning, and I was bothering you, but I think we no, no, no. <laughs> I was just like, I gotta get out of here. Torturing. I gotta you. get out of here. <laughs> yeah. I I tried not to send too many, uh, but once I settled down, I was like, okay, here they come. So <laughs> right. No. It, yeah. It was. I was like, come on, we gotta sell. We gotta sell more more things. <laughs> I gotta sell out. Let's go. Let's go. Let's yep. go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. All right, buddy. Well. Um, we will uh, we'll circle back up and uh, we'll, I guess we can spend the majority of our week listening to everything we bought. Right. And uh, we'll catch up soon again and, uh, and knock another one of these bad boys out. Yeah, man. All right, buddy. Talk to you later. All right. Bye.